I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at PurePleasureShop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Shameless Sex Podcast. This episode is hot. Yeah, one of our... She was... Uh, on one of our top episodes we've ever aired. I think it's our all-time like number, number two. two. Yes. yes. Thank you, number two. Thank and you. she was on our show like four years ago, and it still ranks number two. To, uh, yes, to this day. Yeah. It, she's incredible. She's awesome. So this is Taiyomi talking about riding that deck penetration positions, uh, something called the cowgirl workout, and how to ride that D in a way that one, gives you a good workout, two, feels really good for you, and three, feels really good for your partner. And and uh, I learned a lot from her. She's fucking awesome. I know. And if you check out her website, the the Cowgirl Workout website, you can see Tayomi also on her Instagram. She's just gorgeous. Yes. And I love what she does for the world. Like she, millions of people love her. Isn't her name uh, Glamazon Tayomi? Yes. Well, yeah. I think she talked about this uh, on on this show that she was on America's Next Top Model. Ooh, uh, I can yeah. see that. Oh, my and God. And that's why she has the handle of the real Glamazon Tayomi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's perfect. just gorgeous. Other people are trying to be her, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, yeah, we didn't like, ask her. I want to be Tayomi. I'm going to try to be Tayomi. <laughs> well, I totally get it. So stay tuned. This episode is amazing. And uh, Chip, what's coming up? We have something special coming I can't up. Believe it. We wrote a book. We wrote a book. It's basically like our baby. It's our baby. We had a baby together. It's yes. called a book and called it's Shameless made Sex. Made of paper. <laughs> yeah. And it's called Shameless Sex. And it is available right now for pre order. We're encouraging everyone to pre order. Because we made a special gift for you to improve your, not only your sex life, but how to spice it up. That was what people really wanted. We are giving you what you want. So it's uh, uh, how to pamper your partner. Mm -hmm. And uh, we worked really hard on it. It's beautifully shot. And you can get that if you pre-order the book. Just go to our website. What's our website? Shamelesssex.com. Yeah, there's a link on there to buy the book. And then all you do is email us a copy of your receipt and we will email you a link to get this workshop. And you you can watch it over and over and over again. All we want is everyone to have access to our beautiful book. Yes, I know. We it's want you to have the book and you get this really wonderful offering that's, uh, as April says, exclusive to you and we may be in lingerie demoing this. Yes, <laughs> this and technique. we're not in lingerie These the whole techniques. time. But it's, it is, we worked hard and we will actually sell this workshop later, but yeah. this is just exclusive yeah. for folks that pre-order the book. And yeah. yes, we have. We want to sell 10,000 copies. Go get it. New York Times bestseller. Here yeah. we come. If but you love us, if you love us, pre-order our book. It comes out November 14th. Yes. So just do this before November. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Twenty twenty three. Everyone. Or just have, have it right now. Just press. Just pause do, it and do it right, right now. now. It's so easy. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Ready for? Oh. Oh. So before so we do a sex question. So we have had this wonderful human sex educator uh, named Danielle Bezalel, and she runs the Sex Ed with DB podcast. But she's also a really big personality on TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram. Uh, very educational. Very playful. I love her style. Uh, and she was on our show at, for episode three three two on STIs, and it was wonderful. And I actually learned so much from I her. See clips. She's got a lot of she's recognition a, yeah. out there. She's smart. She's yeah. talented, and she gives really solid information. Yeah, it's a, kind of a different approach from the way we operate, and still similar because it's still it's still playful. It's very informative, and so we we are going to play a little trailer for you, a teaser. One minute, uh, right? Just one it's minute, one minute, yeah. sixty seconds. Yeah, listen Easy. to this little teaser about sex ed with DB and go check out her podcast on anywhere that podcast can be found sex ed with db uh, and you will learn a ton okay ready chip well and then they can order the book oh all at the same time oh yeah ready set go take a second and think back to the sex education you had in school did it prepare you to have a healthy and happy relationship with sex and identity if it was anything like mine it was stigmatizing judgmental and totally unhelpful but not to worry The experts are here to offer the sex ed we wish we had. Welcome to Sex Ed with DB. We're a feminist podcast and multimedia platform bringing you all the sex ed you never got through unique and entertaining storytelling, centering LGBTQ and BIPOC experts. We cover an array of sex education topics like abortion, period management, sex and disability, pleasure, reproductive justice, healthy relationships, BDSM, birth control, sex in the media, and so much more. We believe that everyone deserves comprehensive, inclusive, pleasure-centered, medically accurate sex education. Follow along with us as we revolutionize the way we talk about sex and tune into Sex Ed with DB wherever you get your podcasts. I just love her. I love her approach. I love how knowledgeable she is. I love the lightness and play. She has a really good podcast voice too. She does have a good podcast voice. And I like the reason that she started educating folks about what STIs are and what they do and all of it. And she's just a wealth of of knowledge. And she's so inclusive of all humans, regardless Mm -hmm. of gender orientation, et cetera. So go check out the Sex Eye with DB podcast where all podcasts can be found. Okay, Chip, ready for sex questions? I am. I'm a cis penis owner, but my penis seems to be something of an anomaly, at least from what I've seen and been told. I'm former military. Oh. When I'm flaccid, my penis is on the fairly small side, but when erect, it grows to a length and girth that my intimate partners have always been somewhat amazed by. Is this a normal thing or am I the minority? That's so cool. We got a grower, not a shower. I love love the way that they described this. You do. Uh, Cis penis owner, so I'm assuming he. uh, And I'm flaccid. I love that. My penis is on the fairly small side. Yeah. So it just hangs out small, but when you get blood flow, it grows in a pretty large size. This is super common. Grower, not a shower. This is so common. It's interesting that this person's military and they don't, haven't seen, like, I don't know if that means that you've seen a lot of other naked dudes. I'm assuming that means, yeah that you've seen a lot of other penises. But you, but you haven't seen maybe a, a lot of hard ones who are, that were, were oh, or initially right. soft. Right. But I've seen plenty of penises that were like pretty small in the flaccid state and then all of a sudden you're like, damn, you, you just grew that? I have too. Wow. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a fascinating, cool thing. That's, I think, where sometimes I'm 
I wish I could have a cock for just one day. Yeah, just for one day. And I wish I was it. a grower and not a shower. Yeah, the grower and not a shower. Well, so if you're a shower and not a grower, then you're someone who, when it's soft, it it's hard. But you, when you actually get some blood flow, it actually doesn't change that much. Like it changes a little bit. Whereas the the growers, they're they're soft and it, they're like, oh, that's a, that's a penis. And then you're like, wow, look at it go. And then as like the harder and more aroused they get, it's like bigger and thicker and bigger and thicker. And you're like, yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah. cool and bet you could not wear underwear too with Ooh, pants it'd yeah. be easier yeah because you don't have this like dong hanging right. out or rubbing it, your joints yeah. and probably unless you got big balls i know someone with really big that's balls true. you know what i'm talking about but even you could probably <laughs> yes i do um and you could even probably wear shorts without underwear Ooh, unless you got those big balls well yeah <laughs> yes this is all true so this is completely normal <laughs> there's absolutely nothing wrong with you it's normal to be a grower to be a shower to be all of the above the penises come in all shapes sizes and ways of getting blood flow uh, and kind of hanging out until they get the blood flow and there's nothing for you to change at all it's just that when your cock is soft it just is a little bit on the like average or smaller size of soft cocks and then all of a sudden but bam it's like you planted a, a seed and you watered it a lot and look at this little you put fertilizer <laughs> little big on old, that yes. big little whatever it's getting there and you're it, growing unless you want to feel like you're special and amazing which you are you are then Everyone yes is. but you are normal yeah you're and normal. you're special and incredible yeah so you and can say that to people i'm a grower not a shower yes, i'm unique and beautiful <laughs> and if you're a shower not a grower then there you go everyone is fabulous we love all cocks of all different sizes whether you grow you show or you do all of the above or you're soft we like soft cocks too yeah and any and audi vulvas yeah and i don't think you're the minority i feel like i've actually encountered more growers uh, people who are so folks where they're when they're soft it's it's smaller right. and then they grow to a, a bigger size and big could be I'm not I'm not saying like ginormous yeah but like, I don't know the I mean look statistics are statistics is there statistics on growing and showing but that's what I'm saying <laughs> I wonder what the average growth is from soft to hard for penis owners especially in the United States because I think there's maybe it, it varies uh, region to region I'm just wondering if it's like it grows 15 percent uh, on yeah. average or if it grows 20 percent. Yeah. I don't I don't know those statistics. It would be interesting to see. It doesn't mean anything. Just, doesn't mean just shit. for pure. Yes. <laughs> just but for it's pure yeah. I mean, because I, I don't know, but you're right. I, from what I've seen from penises, they do grow quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be more than 20. It's gotta be 50 or 60 or 70%. We were talking about this. We guested on a podcast, our our friend who has a wonderful podcast called the Kyle Tierman Show. And we were before the show, we were talking about how the this like not the stereotypes but the judgments or I, the the ideals for the the penis owning body and the vulva owning body is that the penis owning body generally looks better when it's warm oh yeah the cocks more has more like soft cock even but also hard cock because we we're talking about cold plunges yeah cold plunges so the so the soft cock is looking like a little more spongy and juicy but in a cold plunge it disappears basically right. it's like i gotta protect myself yeah. i'm going inside but you know for boobs or breasts or pussies and things everything gets really tight when it's cold and we're like, oh, look, those perky tits. Right. But we're warm. We're like, wow, my nipples are kind of hanging low. Yeah. When you're cold, <laughs> your nipples are hard. And one's like kind of hot, like the the perky tits that are cold, like your, the witch's tit. That's yeah. like supposed to be hot. I like them all. The witch's I don't tit. care. I, I don't care what you're rocking. The witch's the tit. Cold is a witch's tit. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love witches. All right. I anyways. <laughs> the shrinkage, it just reminds me of shrinkage, shrinkage Seinfeld. from Seinfeld. Oh, my God. Back in the, the shrinkage. Day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You ready for a bio? Yes. That was a cool question. I like that one. <laughs> Certified sexologist Tayomi Morgan is an international pleasure coach with more than 12 years of experience as a thought leader, writer, and influencer in the field of sexuality. 
Her talent for delivering relatable, digestible sex education has garnered her success throughout the world. Tayomi is also the founder of the Cowgirl Workout. You can find all of her offerings at Linktree slash Real Glamazon Tayomi. Also check out the link in the episode's description. All right, everyone, it's interview time, and we are here with repeat guest Tayomi. And this is so exciting because Tayomi is in not only our top 10 episodes, and we have almost 350 episodes, but our top five, I believe. Like, you might be number two. And oh, yes, yeah. and you were on our show <laughs> a couple, like three to four years ago, and it still yes. is up there in the top five. Um, and that one was about how to suck dick like a boss. <laughs> like a boss. Yeah, like a boss. <laughs> which is uh, number two because like, apparently our listeners really wanted to learn how to eat pussy like a champ. Um, and that so number this is why this is number two. They're like, okay, I want to eat the pussy first, and then I'm gonna suck the dick. So, <laughs> yeah, Yay, I love yes. It. <laughs> so now we're back with Tayomi, and we're going to talk about writing that D uh, penetration positions. I don't know, maybe it's writing dildos d for dildos d for dick who knows uh so we'll see where it goes and y'all already heard a little bit about tayomi in our bio in the intro but tayomi can you please tell our listeners a little bit more about how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality Oh my gosh, it has been a long journey. I just remember um, in 2009, my modeling career took a little bit of a turn. I thought I was gonna be like this famous fashion model. And um, I, I was a contestant on America's Next Top Model and I didn't quite make it to like the finals, but I did achieve my goal of like being on TV. And so like when things shifted, my dad encouraged me to use my natural ability to write. And he was like, I don't care what you write about, just find something. And so at this time, blogging was a big deal. And I said, okay, well, I think I should start a blog. And so I sat with myself and I brainstormed and I asked myself like, okay, what do I want to write about that can also be impactful on the world, but then I won't get tired of talking about. And I was like, oh, sex. And so from there, I started doing my research and the climate of like sexual health educators and like sexual health advocates was quite different 13 years ago. There weren't as many prominent voices or faces. Podcasting was not yet the thing. Like it was like internet radio. And so I didn't see anyone that looked like me or spoke like me that was like a prominent face or even like a prominent voice in the space. And YouTube also was kind of in, it, in its infancy. And so I was like, all right, there's no one on YouTube doing this. Let me hop on YouTube and let me start my blog. And I started Glamorotica101.com at that time. And to my surprise, it took off, <laughs> it took off quick. And like, I had already had like my first radio show in like, I think three months of starting my blog. And it just took off from there. And then I did like Tosh.0 on uh, Comedy Central because they found my YouTube videos on sex positions. And I just had like a lot of like viral like content and people just started eating it up. And that's how I started. I just saw a need, I saw a wide open lane and I said, let me just jump in here because I wanted to be people's like sister and best friend and like just the cool person that they could talk to about sex that wasn't gonna judge them, but also make them feel comfortable. And then I wanted black women to feel like they had a space to be able to be open and free 
and especially those who didn't want to like jump on the I'm an open freak train. I was like, some women, like they want this information, but they don't want to feel like they're watching smut or like consuming smut in order to receive that information. And so I wanted to be direct, but still have like tact and decorum <laughs> with how I presented my information. And so 12 years later, I'm still here in the space, still creating things to help people. Um, and the Cowgirl Workout is one of like my most successful products that came out of just years of listening to my clients and people who consume my content. And I'm very proud to be the creator of this amazing fitness program because it's changed the lives of thousands of women all around the world and their relationships too. So. Here we are. I, this is ex this is exactly like this is why we love having you on the show multiple times. Not only are you helping thousands and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, because people love you from our show <laughs> and we have a ton of listeners, but you founded this Calgo workout in like 2014. And I can't wait for you to tell us more about that, but you are, your credentials are amazing. That just came out of nowhere. Uh, you're a certified sexologist. You're a pleasure coach. So you're just like really doing it and doing it well. So thank you for coming back and please, please talk about the Calgo girl workout by you 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 created this this is changing lives so please tell us more yeah so okay youtube right my specialty on youtube is like teaching people how to get into different sex positions and every time i would put up the cowgirl positions you know the vulva on top positions women would be like hey what's up this is great but when i get up there what do i do Right. So then I made three different tutorials. One was kind of like a music video. It was really sexy. And then I saw that like it was doing numbers, but it wasn't really like hitting the mark. So then I made two other videos that were like tutorial style on how to ride the D. And I did this only after doing my research on like the mechanical breakdown on how to ride properly. And there was no text and there still isn't really a text but I'm working on the book so I can coin myself the queen of writing. <laughs> um, but at that time, like there were no tutorials on YouTube or anything like that. And so I put them out there and then they went viral. I mean, they got picked up on Nigerian blogs and like in the Caribbean and like some of everywhere, like these, these tutorials went viral. And then in 2016, I was booked for my first cowgirl class at a male review. So I was dating a guy at the time who was an exotic dancer and he was like, Tayomi, I think that your riding like class would go off with the ladies. So you should open for us with your riding technique. And I was like, okay, well, as long as I get to use you <laughs> as the model, and he was like, great. And so we did it and it brought down the house. Like people were just like losing their minds and then um, a friend of mine in Chicago, her name is Kat, and she has this company called the Meow University. And um, they basically put on and host sex education classes for adults in the Chicagoland area. And so Kat said, I'm going to take a leap of faith and I'm going to book you for this class. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah. So she booked me for the first one. And within two weeks, we sold out. And then she planned another one. And we sold out of that second class in two weeks. And then I started getting all of these requests 
from women all over the country and even some out of the country they were like oh can you come here can you come there and so a friend of mine at the time he had this like old buick and he was like listen if you want to go on tour i'll drive you <laughs> that's sick awesome. i love I was that like, what, are you are you for real and he was like yeah so this is my first time ever doing a tour with no previous experience with like logistical planning or anything like that we just i took all of the requests from people who were like calling out to me in different cities and then i just said okay we're going to hit these cities and so we sat down we mapped it out like region to region and then the tour ended in london and so I had my first class in London. Did you take the Buick to London? Did you get the Buick in London? Please. Across the Atlantic. The Buick did not make it to Atlanta. I mean, to the, you know, across the Atlantic. <laughs> I flew. <laughs> I flew to get there. But I we drove this country top to bottom. So north to south, east to west. So I've literally, I've toured America. I've seen this country and what it looks like in all of its totality. And that first tour like taught me a lot, but that first tour also was like very healing for me because I felt like I had hit rock bottom at that point in my life. I had lost a pregnancy and a lot of like my clients at the time didn't know, but like during that, that tour, I was like dropping the baby weight, but also balancing my hormones and just really, I would say coming into my purpose because I saw how much like my love for movement and combining that with sexual wellness, how it was impacting other people, but also impacting myself. And to end that tour in London for the first, like the first year, being able to go to London and have a sold out event, I was like, whoa, this is amazing. And so I just started touring since 2016. And then when the pandemic had, uh, hit, I had a 28 city tour planned and I hit seven cities before the whole world shut down. And the day of the, the world shutting down, which was March 16th, 2020, I had a flight to Nairobi, Kenya, where I had 70 women who were waiting to work with me. And so I had to make the decision to take the class online. And, you know, we had a great time, but I told my Kenyan babes, I was like, look, I'm going to come and I'm, I'm going to come in person and we're going to redo this as soon as things clear up. And so from the pandemic shifting everything to like the digital space, I decided to create the cowgirlworkout.com, which pretty much is a self-guided experience because there's dozens of videos there already for people to like access, but it's an online community for women to do this workout in the comfort of their own home. Because some women still don't really feel comfortable like being in person, doing these moves because they don't know what to expect, but it's literally a workout. It is a physical fitness program rooted in sensual movement, and a lot of our movement is core and pelvic based. And also it's like building body confidence, it's building stamina because I'm teaching them how to breathe. I'm helping them with strength training just based on their own body weight. And the moves are really sexy. So when you're looking in the mirror and you're watching yourself move, it's almost like you don't believe that it's, it's you doing it. But with more practice, it's like the body just builds up this muscle memory that helps you to just like snap right into movement as soon as you're actually on the dick, right? And I always tell my clients like this is more than just a dick riding class. Like this is literally a somatic movement, a somatic movement healing practice that's helping to not only shift how they see themselves, 
but it's helping them to build a mind to body connection. I've had women who have literally um, like treated their lower back pain and their knee pain, women who have treated vaginismus from working with this program, women who've seen like their relationships, not just with their uh, romantic partners, but like with their friends and their family and even their children evolve and open up because of the energy that they move through doing this work. And so I feel very proud to be the founder of this and I'm always shifting and changing the program based on what my clients' needs are. And birth out of my clients' needs are the quickies. So I'm coining this, Quickies mm-hmm. are just 20 minute workouts mm-hmm. that we do, which not only 20 minutes is like, I would say the average amount of time that people say is like a satisfying amount of time for them sexually, but 20 minutes is the minimum recommended amount of time that science says if we engage in movement, then this will keep us at a nice, like healthy space within our bodies, just 20 minutes of movement. And um, a lot of my clients were like, Tayomi, you know, we don't really have time to do like an hour workout every single day. I'm like, all right, well then 20 minutes, you should be able to get it in. So it's a beautiful program. I'm also training right now with ISSA, which is the International Sports Sciences Association, so that I have the uh, sciences really backing the workout. And granted, I've, I've been studying yoga and dance and Pilates since high school and physical fitness. So I have that bit of a background, but just having ISSA behind me, um, especially as I like scale the cowgirl workout up to eventually train other trainers, I was like, that's important. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the most transformational thing I have seen in the lives of women, just in general, just from 20 minutes of movement a day, mm-hmm. 20 minutes, that's it. And I, well, I like what you said also, like embodied, sensual, you know, it's it's all these yes. different pieces there. I could totally see why it would be that for people. And I'm so stoked that you're doing what you're doing and growing it and also listening to, to folks like, well, you know, what would work for you better? 20 minutes, okay, it doesn't take that much. Time for a quick break so we can tell you about our carefully chosen sponsors. Please stay tuned and buy their products because we only tell you about what we love and what we truly believe in, and it helps keep this podcast free to you. Here's my question for you. So if I want to learn to ride the D to a T, will the cowgirl workout teach me all the tools and tricks? The cowgirl workout will teach you all the tools and tricks. So like I always do a masterclass, which I'm going to start picking up and doing my masterclass at least once a month now because the masterclass is like part seminar, part movement. So the seminar piece explains like, you know, the uh, the anatomy of the dick, right? And then also what's happening in the body when you take over the stroke, right? So when you're moving down the shaft, what that means, and then the different type of stroke, like what part of the vagina is it stimulating? And then how the breath all plays into that because I teach my clients how to relax into movement. And that's what builds the stamina because when our bodies are all tight and we're holding our breath, our ride is gonna be shorter because there's an anxious internal environment, right? And so there are, I always tell my clients, like I have pinpointed like nine different stroke patterns, but you don't have to memorize all nine. As long as you can master one, and you can master that one stroke with different speeds and in different positions, then you already have enough. And it's all about just being embodied and being aware of what's happening inside the vagina as you are moving. And so I always tell them like, 
it's gonna feel different once you have a body underneath you because the width of your partner's body is gonna determine like how hyperextended your legs are. The size of your partner's penis is gonna determine like, you know, what your stroke is like and how you stroke. Because when we work out, we're doing what I call macro movements, which are big movements. But when you're actually on the dick, they're all micro movements. So small movements where you can where you can feel literally internally, you can feel like the gliding motion of the dick going in and out, right? And so just being conscious of that. And I always tell my clients like, look, I know it's a lot to remember, but if you practice this outside of the dick and then you get on the dick and you just remember how to move and just be conscious and aware, then you're gonna master it. And I always tell them too, I'm training you to be an assassin, <laughs> to snatch a soul in like three minutes, but I'm also training you to be a marathon runner. So if you want to be up there for 15, 20 minutes, then you can stay up there because you have the stamina. Because I personally like to beat my last personal best. Personally, <laughs> the longest I've been up there is like 15 minutes. So, you know, to completion, right? That's a good chunk of time. That's yeah. a long well time. Yeah. 15 minutes, it feels like an hour mm -hmm. and 15 minutes, in my opinion. It yeah. does. I think a lot of people are misled by porn, too, because they'll see a scene with someone writing <sighs> yeah. and they're like, oh, wait, they're doing it for, for, you know, half an hour. So I can't do it for half an hour. Something wrong with me. But you're like, no, 15 minutes is your personal, like, top. That's, yes. and that's, yeah, that's, that's amazing. And that's impressive. And that's when they want me to stay on top and they want me to take them the distance because sometimes like my partners are like, okay, it's been five minutes. I want to switch to a different position because they just want to experience me in a different position. But when they don't want to do anything and they're just like, I want to be the passive partner operating from the bottom, then yeah, like 20, up to 20 minutes, it's like, boom, they're done, <laughs> right? Um, but I always tell my clients, like, if you don't want to be up there riding for like a whole day, <laughs> then you've got to know when your partner's like point of no return is. So when you think about the like their arousal scale from like zero, not aroused, 10 is being climax, right? When they're at a seven, six and a half, seven, that's when the jump on top, because then it's the finisher <laughs> move, right? And I always tell them too, I'm like, look, if you're not trying to get pregnant, number one, track your period. <laughs> number two, if you're not on birth control, track your period. Number two, you're gonna have to do the tuck and roll. You oh. know? So like if you feel it coming up, get out, tuck and get roll, out. hop yeah. off. <laughs> but hands still on. Like hop Ooh. off, hands on, start stroking, uh, right? Mm -hmm. Because if he's nearing his climax, you don't want him or them to, you know, miss out on that sensation. So when you put hands on right away and you keep stroking or use your mouth, then the sensation is still going to be rising and then they can complete, you know, their, their orgasm. But I'm like, listen, I already have God children out here because women have gotten pregnant because of my technique <laughs> and i'm like well way to go congratulations and i will gladly be your god mom <laughs> she's like i have two hundred thousand god children out there so. <laughs> it works <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> i have at least five okay. at this point i know for sure <laughs> so okay tayomi this is a great time to ask you about like the tuck and roll that was number two is there number three i didn't want to interrupt you because Two is that's a, just not getting pregnant. Good. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's, that's just yeah. not getting oh, yeah, pregnant. That, yeah, the, yeah. The tuck and roll is just an escape method for those who are trying to avoid the cum, yeah. like myself. Okay. I'm yeah. like, 
until I find a partner who I'm like, yes, we can procreate. I have a strict, like, don't come in me yeah. clause, you know? And so sometimes they get kind of wrapped up, but I'm always paying attention to the moment where I feel like it comes. The pulsating. Up, it's the like a pulsating dots. almost, right? And it's the like, balls yeah. get all tucked you up. You're like, where'd your balls go? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, like, you know, when you uh, turn on a water hose, you know, when you feel the water coming up before it comes out the spout, you can feel like the vibration yeah. of the water. That's what it feels like in the <laughs> dick when they're about to come. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> let me hop off really quick. <laughs> they know and they know that's the thing. It's like they know that I have this clause before we have sex. So don't try to, like, hold me down. Like, don't yeah, do yeah. that. I am going to escape. Yes. But the stroke patterns, though, there's a few. And shout out to my clients because in my observation of them, this is what's helped me to develop these stroke patterns. So first I use my own body as a testing ground and I came up with like a few different strokes. And one I call the traditional stroke, which is a lifting and a lowering of the hips in like a, a wave like motion like this. If you're not watching everyone, then, we'll have this on YouTube. It, it Go to our like YouTube channel. It does yeah. look yeah, like a wave. A wave, a wave yeah. of the I hand and a wave. I can do that with my hand. I feel like Tayomi's hand is Tayomi way more has more flexible. dexterity. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Like, like I said, I've been I've been dancing and, and stuff since I was in high school. So we've had to learn how to like move every part of our body to flow with music, right? And so I've just incorporated dance into this training. So like the traditional stroke, like your body literally looks like a wave. And then there's the backward stroke, which is a backward curve like this. So it's like your booty is going to be brushing up in the backwards because I've noticed when I was training people in person, when I would teach the front one, like the traditional stroke, they would do it backwards. Oh, interesting. And I was like, yeah. Huh. I was like, okay, that's not wrong. And then I started practicing that with partners and they were shook. <laughs> they were like, what the fuck are you doing to me? And I'm like, ha ha, got him. So, so then there's those two, right? And then there's just a downstroke where the hips just move down the shaft like this. Like up, down, up, down-ish, right? Yeah. Yep. So it's more so like, you know, you press down, but of course, naturally the hips are going to come back to like that, that, uh, central, that central, um, position. So you just stroke down. But that's in a squat. Is like that, that squatting position kind of, or that's, that's in, uh, in straddle position. Straddle, okay. So the hips. The hip, okay. Yep. So you're in a, a traditional straddle. And the thing is like the, like, like the bouncing on the feet, that works. It's viable. However, it's quite dangerous just because if you're hovering over and you're not all the way, because I always tell my clients, you want to keep at minimum the head of the penis inside, Ooh. because if you come all the way off it, you might miss the entry uh -oh. point and then it can, you know, cause a fracture because the penis hits the pubic bone with force and then it's like a bend or it goes in the wrong hole. It goes oh. in the wrong hole. Oh, I've had that happen mm -hmm. before. And so I always tell them, like, it's all about being able to focus on the sensation more so than speed. You want mm. to have control over the stroke first before you try to add speed to it. So, like, all the, the same strokes that I'm, like, teaching, they can be done in a straddle or they can be done on the feet in the bed or you can use these on a couch or in a chair. Because I'm like, look... Lying in the bed, the body is so flat, so you have to create angles with the hips. 
in order for penetration to like really hit at that angle because the vagina is not a straight canal it's it comes up and then back towards like angles back towards the body and then everyone's vagina is shaped a little different you know and so but the more we create angles the easier it is for penetration and so with the backward stroke it's hitting the front wall of the vagina with the front traditional one it's hitting the back wall hmm. and so you can get like p spot uh, simulation a spot even a perennial sponge so this is like a completely underrated bed of erectile tissue but the perineum is like the little fleshy bridge between the um, back end of the opening of the vagina and the anus but right above that is a bed of erectile tissue called the perennial sponge and so when you're stimulating the back side of the of the vagina you're stimulating that too which can create like really just like some nice juicy moist orgasms and that's all at the like at the opening of the vagina so even like like being on top you're able to control like the depth of penetration and even just using like a shorter uh shorter strokes just at the head can create some really delicious sensations and so okay we have that traditional mm -hmm. stroke we got the backward stroke we got the downstroke and then we have what I call like a quick stroke. So that's where you're like consciously lower, uh, lifting and lowering the hips like that, which looks really nice. It's like a booty bounce. Oh, okay, okay. So the, so the booty kind of like bounces up and down. And then you have circles where you can circle either left or right. So you can either do this like mid shaft or you can sh stroke up and down with do the you circles. recommend doing any uh, any squeezing of the pelvic floor or is that something that you should kind of she's got a big smile right bear, now she's like yeah and bear, like, should you bear <laughs> down because that's a that is something that you hear conflicting information about people are like don't don't clench or open up so what do you think so i always say what the hips don't do the the pelvic floor can do right and so i always um i i encourage my clients to experiment i'll say take five strokes and open up and then do do five strokes where you tighten and just see what that's like so tighten and open tighten and open and even like if you're going slow instead of quick then on the down stroke you can open and when you come up the shaft close mm -hmm. so that way there's like this tightening right as you're coming up towards the head and then you open as you come it's down. like scooping all the blood and flow out of the cock with your pussy oh Mm -hmm. Exactly. I love that. That's exactly what it is. And so having that internal control along with the outer control, it's just a, a deep display of motor skills. Like, and it's so nuanced because I always tell my clients, like, you don't need a big move. Like in porn, like they're bouncing like crazy. And I'm like, even with a 10 inch dick, you don't need to bounce that much. Mm -hmm. Every little micro movement of the hips and of the pelvic floor, they can feel it. So as long as you remember, like keep the majority of it inside, then the movements you're gonna do are gonna be small movements, not like super big movements. And so um, I always tell my clients like, look, don't pull out the Kegel and hip motion moves on just some regular schmegular daggler dude <laughs> that you don't really care that much about. Don't waste your time. Yeah. <laughs> don't waste your time because you're going to create stalkers. <laughs> you don't, if you, this is just like a regular, like little casual hookup thing, don't oh, pull out all the stops. But if this is somebody you want to keep yeah. and you want to keep them for a long time, 
add that combo in and they will be breaking down your door and also doing things like checking in on you every day. Like, Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Um, did you eat today? Yeah. Or, <laughs> if you've been in a long-term relationship, bust that shit out like yeah. randomly, bust it out. Uh, and just like yeah. wow the dick with with that movement. They that might be like, "What good. have you been doing? Where have you yeah, been? Who have you been fucking?" Been? You're like, oh. "No, I was working with Tayomi. I was working with Kat." <laughs> no, no, I swear to you, I'm not even joking. I've had clients that were like, Tayomi, I didn't tell my partner that I was working with you, and now they think I'm cheating. <laughs> now they think I'm cheating because they're like. Where the hell did you learn this from? And I've literally had like people's partners come writing me and being like, hey, I just want to thank you. No. Uh, <laughs> so yes. yeah. Because it has sent our sex life through the roof. And so it's amazing what an adjustment to a person's intimate movement can do. Mm -hmm. And I've I've taught uh, like the penis owning version of this to uh, to men and people with penises and just to see how it's improved their sensations too. I'm like, listen, cause like my, my female clients are like, okay, where's the male version? They got to put in work too. We're making, <laughs> we're breaking a sweat. We're doing all of this True. and they're not meeting us where we need to be met. And so like, it just feels really good knowing that just through encouraging people to move and to breathe, that they're improving their pleasure tenfold. Yeah. Yeah. Time for a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors who just so happens to be our absolute favorite lube, Uber Lube. Uber Lube is a luxurious silicone lubricant and it enhances intimacy. It's there when you want it and it blends in when you're done with it. So you have control over that lube. It's long lasting and leaves the skin extra velvety. And honestly, y'all, I want it all over my body. Thousands of doctors in the U.S. are recommending UberLube to their patients. It's body-friendly, less likely to change the pH, and it has vitamin E, so it feels extra moisturizing. There's a reason why we've been a fan of UberLube for years. There's no flavor or scent. It's even great for oral sex, everyone. But it's not just great for sex. You can use it for massage, your hair. You can prevent chafing. It even brings out the colors of your beautiful tattoos. And the bottle is absolutely gorgeous. It looks more like a cosmetic, so you can leave it anywhere shamelessly for easy access. Just go to uberlube.com and use the discount code SHAMELESS10 to get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com right now with code SHAMELESS10 for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by OMGS.com. Join over 1 million people who are experiencing more pleasure with OMGS. They take scientific research of thousands of vulva owners showing techniques to pleasure that pussy. They turn this research into tasteful, educational short videos, animated modules, and infographics. OMGS is for anyone who wants to learn about vulva pleasure or take it to the next level. Want to take your orgasms from good to out of this world? Then check out OMGS. Or if you're a vulva lover and want to up your pussy pleasuring skills, then you need to check out OMGS. I've personally been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's completely changed their lives. They have three seasons. 
external pleasure, internal pleasure, and sex toys. It's not a subscription service, and you don't need to download a thing. OMGS also makes a fabulous gift, and your purchase supports more pleasure research. So just go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Again, that's omgs.com shameless to receive 10% off unlimited access towards enhancing your pleasure power. The link is in the episode's description. I have a wait. I have a question because this is mm-hmm. important because that was uh, like a lot of tips and tricks, which thank you. I think that I, I received some great info that I, I'm going to use maybe tonight. <laughs> so in your expert opinion, when it comes to, there are people that are just uncomfortable with being mm-hmm. on top, especially being on top. Like that can be a hard thing for some folks to get comfortable with. So when it comes to getting on top and riding that D what, what do you think? Why do people get uncomfortable and, and, and what can they do about this? Commonly what I've seen is just like this lack of confidence in their bodies. So when you get on top, your body is being viewed like in all of its glory, pretty much at least like from waist up. And then it places you in this position of being the star of the show and you're now in control. So it's a power shift. So now the person with the vulva goes from being the more passive partner who's receiving to now being the one that's doing the delivering, still receiving, but doing the delivering and is in control of the pacing, in control of the depth, in control of the position. And for some, they've never been in that type of a position of power sexually. They're only used to being the receiver or being like a pillow princess. And so when they do find someone who's like, get on top, it's an immediate fight or flight response and they freeze because they're like, oh shit, I don't have the skill set for this. I've never been asked. And that's how it was my very first time when someone asked me to get on top. Like I literally had just started having sex with partners and my third partner was like, hey, Smack booty, <laughs> ride me. And I was like, white flag, <laughs> don't know what I'm doing. I've always been unapologetic about expressing where I'm at in my journey, right? But he still wanted me to try anyway. And so because- I like I how you so- said white flag. You're like, surrender, I'm not red flagging. Yeah. I'm, wh- I'm like, I I'm surrender, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure what I'm supposed I'm to out. do. <laughs> yep. I literally was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, just try. And so I just tried and just started doing the scoot thing. And then was switched into another position. (laughs) Hashtag boot the scoot. Okay. (laughs) Hashtag boot the scoot. No more scooting. All right. It's like when your dog has a dingleberry and it's scooting on the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It's just just like that. And I always (laughs) say like, when you do the scoot, the dick is just wiggling on the inside. Like, okay. You know, I always say, it's also my phrase. If it is not a glide, it is not a ride. (laughs) <laughs> if it is not a glide it is not a ride hashtag boot the scoot boot the scoot not a glide not a ride and, and hashtag add uber lube just saying okay keep add going uber, <laughs> yeah. the lube and yeah. so like just just learning all of the aspects that are at play when a person gets on top I'm like I understand when you don't know what you're doing and you don't know the mechanics of actual movement that'll cause you to freeze if you're not comfortable in your body and you don't like, like uh, one thing for a lot of us with protruding breasts is like, my titties are sagging. And it's like, ma'am, look, if you got long titties like myself, 
lean over, pop one in his mouth. I swear yeah. to God, he's not going to complain. Yeah. I swear, I right hand. I've never mm-hmm. in all of my my life with big titties, I've never had a man complain about them, them hanging in his face or being in his mouth. Just saying, okay? <laughs> it's like a two for one. Or like they have uh, like confidence issues around their midsection or like their belly. And I always help, like, I just always reframe things for my clients because I'm like, I want you to understand that if you are naked and you are in practice with someone, they love your body. They appreciate the fact that you've chosen to lay down with them. And if they want you on top, they want to see it all. So let it all jiggle. Let it do what it's going to do. And if your belly is a, uh, um, a nice little pocket and cushion to keep your vulva warm, then when it's time for her to put on a show, just move the belly. It's fat. It's malleable. Move it out of the way. You can even have your partner hold it for you if that's the case. They can hold the fupa and just have a good time. And so when I, I just teach my clients to feel comfortable in where they are in their bodies, and I'm like, riding is not for small people. Writing is not for medium-sized people. It's for any person who feels the confidence to get up there. And a big part of that is why I encourage my clients to work out in front of a mirror because I want them to connect the movement to their physicality. I want them to see themselves actually moving. And the amount of confidence that is built when they see that they can actually move in this way, they're like, wow. And then I tell them, don't take yourself so seriously. This is literally just sex and all of the stuff that you're bringing into it when it comes to like how you think about your body doesn't belong in that space. This is a time for you to feel like a goddess and riding. I like to say to think of it like a meditation, a movement meditation with your body. And then when the dick gets in, it's like the dick gets to join in that meditation with you. And so if, if they're not confident coming into working with me, I'm telling you, it, it switches. It's like a 180. And I love to see that. And then also seeing how the confidence in getting on top shifts how they move throughout life in general. Mm. That is like, I think the most beautiful part for me seeing people go from like their shoulders being rounded and they're trying to like cloak themselves or like hide themselves to now they're walking and standing with more confidence and they're like entering into experiences in life that they never thought that they would they're dressing differently because they have like a new walk literally because their hips are opened up and they're just just more fluid and so my i encourage you if you are a person that wants to get on top or you want to experience that, but you don't feel confident enough to get up there, come train with me, mm-hmm. come train with me. And I promise you things are going to open up for you in a way, like if you just do the work, they're going to open up for you in a way that you never imagined. And you're going to be having the most delicious orgasms because you're mm-hmm. in control of them. It's not your partner. That person, you've heard the term like, you know, when we're not the term, but like when someone has sex with someone like, well, you ruin them for the rest of their lives because that sex is that great. That pussy's that good. <laughs> that good. And I know, I know people who are like, oh, I have this yeah, ex-partner who's like, you ruined me forever because, you know, the because she knew how to ride that D. So uh, there's yep. a lot to be said about that. And um, just some things that came to mind. I have a question for you real quick about this. So anatomy wise, and we don't need to go too deep in anatomy, but you know, we're all different, right? So I describe yes. my, my pussy as kind of under, under tucked in undercarriage pussy. 
Um, mm. So like if you looked at me naked, you just see my pubic hair, but you wouldn't see my pussy. And then right. I know some people who are more like front facing pussies, where if I were to see you, you're, I can see your labia and your clit actually just by looking straight forward at you. And I found that I have to do like, you know, angle my body for certain positions to get at yes. my clit and to get at certain bits, whereas it's probably different from someone who has more of a front facing pussy. And I've also found very interesting my body that when I'm riding someone, so I'm on top of them, straddling, facing them. My unique body, my vaginal canal shape, my body wants to be angled a little to the right. And all of a sudden, the dick locks in right in the perfect spot. And that's just me. And so I'm bringing this up and maybe whatever you have to say about this, but just for people to know, like, we're all very different. And we're not saying, and with what you're saying, it's not all the same angle. It's not all the same direction. You're talking about movements and strength, but you're not saying it has to be at this perfect 90 degree, because everyone's different, right? Absolutely. And I always tell my clients this, build body integrity especially when we're working out, like if your body is saying, "Mm, this angle doesn't work for me, then shift to an angle that your body is speaking to you and saying, this will feel better and stroke in that position. And I always tell them too, you know, when you get on the dick, do a survey of it first. So it's just like a a straight, (laughs) like push back and come back forward just to see you know, how it feels in the canal and seeing if you need to lean to the left a little bit or lean to the right or like tilt the pelvis forward a little more or tilt the pelvis back. Because sometimes like, like I've trained where I say like, you know, lean forward and like create space, but sometimes being more erected and putting the hands on the headboard is a lot more comfortable for some than like leaning forward where they're like in this, I think, I think that's supine mm-hmm. position, right? where like you're you're facing down and you're on your knees. And, and I've even experienced that because I'm just like you where like my, yeah, my like vagina is more like tucked under. Mm-hmm. And even the entry, like the shape of my pubic bone, there's like a dip in. So it's not like just like straight in and you're in there. It's like a dip in and then you're in there. And so I always like wiggle my hips around and just see because every, every dick is going to be shaped differently too. And so mm-hmm. like, you got to feel confident being able to instruct your partner too. like say, oh, change your hips this way or like, or just moving them yourself <laughs> and having them cooperate. Right. But everybody is different. And so I'm a kind of trainer where I'm not like, no, 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 do it this way. Cause like I said, I learned from my clients about the backward stroke. And then I started like doing that and I was like, oh, this actually feels good. And so it's all about paying attention to your body, knowing your body, knowing what feels good and being unafraid to when you're up there, literally try practically anything because you don't know at what angle, like once you hit that stroke, like how it's going to feel, it may unlock a new pocket or like the next level, right? (laughs) Of the vagina that you haven't hit before because you didn't try that angle. And so I like to teach like, you know, the, the movements that I, that I know, give them and empower them with confidence to be able to experiment while they're up there and not like look at it as if, Oh, I'm doing something wrong. Like the scoot is not pleasurable for both people. The scoot isn't necessarily wrong. It's just not pleasurable for both people. The scoot or I call it like the wiggle. You can use that like in between stroking, but that's not a stroke. It's a scoot. You know what I mean? And so just, having the skill set and knowing what to do and being unafraid to experiment and seeing what positions even 
work best for your body, that's what it's all about. Um, cause I don't want to like stick to one thing and say it's only this way. Cause it's not like that. It's literally not like that. Well, also mm-hmm. your body changes, especially yes. as a woman from cycles to cycles in months. So mm-hmm. sometimes a position will feel amazing, at least for me. And I've never heard of another human that's, uh, uh, that bleeds from their vagina say anything differently <laughs> other than they're like, yeah, like sometimes this feels great. And sometimes that rocks my cervix too hard and I can't be in yep. that position. So that's why one size fits all approach to any of this when, it, from human to human, even if you've been married to someone for 25 years, it can mm-hmm. change with your, with time. So uh, obviously you agree with that. And I don't know if you oh, want to yeah. add, cause I have another question for you. That's really good because we haven't, we haven't addressed it yet. Or oh, I like but, this question. I like this question. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me if you have anything to say about that first. <laughs> no, it, it's totally true. Cause I've noticed it in my own body. And I think it depends on like where your hormones are in the mind. Month. It depends on like what you eat in that month and how that impacts your hormones. Also, your stress levels, yeah. um, especially going into sex, like, um, and then also your pelvis. You know how much activity you've had in like in a week or even in a month, as far as like pelvic movement. Because a lot of us live sedentary lifestyles where we're not stretching enough. So I've noticed like there's a month where I'm not hitting my Pilates and I'm not stretching. My pelvis is tight. So then my pelvic floor is tight. And so then that impacts how a certain position feels. Or if I haven't emptied my colon, like if my rectum is full and I've, and I'm having sex, I'm like, Ooh, don't hit the back wall of my vagina. Totally, That's a good point. Yeah. I never less thought mo- about yeah, that. Like, that's a good less, point. Yeah, less, less movement desired in that one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Also, I'm if like, you're wearing a lot of high heels for a long time, you can get really yes, tight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for saying that because like, we don't realize as women how high heels and in our handbags, right? Yes, our, totally. Our handbags, you know, we put our whole fucking life in there and then we're walking around with it on one arm, right? And so then that one side takes the brunt of the weight. And so you could even notice when you're having sex, like that side of your body might be like, ooh. No that wonder really I moved to the good. right. That makes perfect sense. See? Oh my God, I figured there out the you... handbags. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I, I legitimate, <laughs> legitimate. I wear my handbag on the left because I'm like dominant with my right side. So mm. like for me, like my right side feels a lot more pleasurable sometimes mm. than like the left side. So I have to like breathe into that a little more, have my partner just like soak there for a second instead of just like trying to go hard. So these are things that we should really be aware of as like vulva owning people vagina only people that how you sit what you wear so even like the tightness of your clothing the the height of your heels the amount of stress that you're under in a week or even in a month's time how much you move the foods you eat your hormone levels all of these things literally have an impact on how things feel internally mm-hmm. yeah 100% i'm so happy that we touched on that and that was even my question yeah. i was just like make i was just making an observation about myself and knowing that it changes so frequently. So having a one size, you can't obviously like as a human and giving these instructions, Tayomi, and you know, cause you've instructed so many people, you can't just give a one size fits all. That's why continuing no. to learn is the way to go. So yes. that's why it's important that you're listening to this podcast right now and check out Tayomi's work, but this is not the end. We have a couple more questions for you because we don't want to, we don't want you to go Tayomi. So obviously we've talked about a lot of the top, like riding the D mm-hmm. from the top, which is great. My question is, can we ride the D from the bottom? Boom. I was waiting on this. Yes. So 
this excites me a lot because of course like you know we have a sector of, of people who are like pillow princesses or people who just like to be passive right and i get that but i always remind my clients yes you're taking a quote-unquote dick riding class but all this is is a stroke class so you're learning how to stroke and be dominant from the top but this also places you in position to stroke from the bottom and all you're doing is meeting your partner's stroke so once you learn how to get into that rhythm and once you learn how to meet in the middle oh my god now you become an active participant instead of just a passive participant and you get to fuck this person from any position it doesn't matter and what i have found is that a lot of penis only partners they feel that the sex intensifies because their partner is no longer just like expecting them to do all the work when they're on top now it's both people being active and the sensation is twice as good because it's not just the top partner leading the direction of the dick it's the bottom person also meeting it, but then saying, come over this way a little bit, just by shifting the body just slightly. So once you learn how to stroke on top, you're gonna learn how to move from the bottom. And moving from the bottom or from the side, again, it's just all about hip isolation. And even if you're not isolating or moving the hips themselves, remember the Kegel, right? Being able to open to receive and then close to receive, but then it's like a tighter fit and oh mm, mm -hmm. it's a great time i'm just saying yeah. this <laughs> yeah. is one of one of the reasons why i mean i like going to sex parties for a lot of reasons but i like going yes. to sex parties to watch all the different ways people fuck that's not important because important it gives us this kind of very limited model and i was like you mm -hmm. well, that person really uses their hips that person's really using their legs their inner thighs their calves and like everyone has all these different variations and i remember hearing um who was it? Was it Samaya? Samaya, uh, how do, I, I know how to get my nut. I think that's what mm -hmm. she said, April. And she and I, that's what reminds me of what you're talking about. Like, like riding from the bottom or riding the D from the bottom is like, I know how to get my nut and to get also help you get your nut, even if I'm not on the, on the top. Like exactly. I can make this fabulous sex for myself and for you. So you, so I want to bring this to, to another question that kind of like uh, it's connected to that. Because you said this part about meeting in the middle. So what mm -hmm. if the way I am riding my partner isn't really meeting what they're desiring. Maybe they're asking for something and I can't like, I'm not figuring out what they like. Maybe I like a slow grind of some sort. And also is a grind and a scoot are the same thing? Or are they different? Um, but like, what if they like fast, hard thrusting and I like slow grinding of some sort? Uh, what you, how do, how do we find that middle ground in terms of our communication uh, with each other? Okay. So let's talk about the grinding versus scoot. The scoot is where all the weight is like set down onto the pelvis and then there's just like this rocking motion uh that involves the hamstrings and the quads like literally just like scooting the entire body right but when you grind it's an isolation of the hips and there's a small amount of space when i say small it's like micro it's like that much space that's created between the pelvises and then the hips are either circling or they're moving like frontwards and backwards, like a full scoop, right? And so the grind is literally just winding the hips, but there's space created. And you're not rocking this person's entire body <laughs> with all of your weight, because you got it set like all the way down on them, right? And the grind is great for like that deep cervical penetration, but also if you want to get up in like the A and the P spot, 
So being able, like, if you just want that, that nice, deep, pressing penetration, then the grind is great for that because there isn't a thrust involved. It's literally just a press at the top and you're just circling, right? And now when it comes to the different sensations, like if one partner likes one over the other, then that's where like talking before having sex is gonna be really important because if you know that you're going to experiment in, the, in this position where the vulva owning partner is on top, then it's like, okay, once we get into this, let's work together to find like the middle ground, right? And so there can be a moment where the person on top is gonna be a little more passive and the person on the bottom is gonna do the stroking, right? And so you can say, well, let's take turns. You can have a moment where you go into your thrust and then I have a moment where I get to go into my grind, right? Or into my form of a stroke and just, like ping pong it back and forth so it can become like a game, mm. right? So I always tell my, my clients, like, listen, you gotta let your, your partners know, you gotta look them in the eye. I always keep eye contact because they know who's snatching their soul, but also it's like, look at me, I'm the <laughs> captain now, all right? So I'm the one that's in control. Mm -hmm. And also this gives you the opportunity to practice sexual communication where you make requests of your partners instead of demands. Hey, babe, can we try it this way? Okay, sure, let's go. Try it. And hey, babe, can we switch? Yes, yeah, sure, let's switch this up and switch into the, the other position. And then two, it's like a lot of times, especially with penis-owning people, they're so habitual where they get stuck on like one way of doing things. And so they're like, well, I'm used to doing this kind of a stroke because this is what gets me there. But reminding them that it's not just about them, that we're in this too. And this is why we're on top because we want to control the pacing. And it's like, hey, have patience. I'm going to get you there, but not before I get myself there first, right? Mm -hmm. So being able to communicate those things um, and then being able to meet each other and say, let's have a little give and a little take and making it fun. You know, always keeping it in that spirit of we are experimenting and we're going to see what works for both of us, because sometimes like something may feel better to your partner than it does to you. And if it's not completely uncomfortable, but it's just a different sensation, um, then give your partner a moment in that because you don't want them to shut you down when there's something that you really enjoy that they're willing to do but maybe it doesn't bring them as much pleasure as it does you. So just be willing to you know, give and take a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like oh, the part of it. Yeah. Also, it's sex, fun, it's enjoyment, yeah. pleasure, right? Like what, exactly. what are, I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's something I think we take really seriously, but it's designed to be something, yes, maybe make babies, but connection, there's so many pieces there that are vital instead of like, it's so serious and I need to do it <laughs> just right. Because how are you going to have fun if that's not, yeah, you, you can't do that in that space, so. I yeah. would say there is no right or wrong when it comes to sex. It's what's pleasurable and what can be experienced differently to, to bring about more pleasure. Mm -hmm. Because when people use the right and wrong concept, then they, they attach it to their ego. And then they think that they're bad people or bad partners if they are quote unquote doing something wrong. So even when I coach people, I say, I'm not here to tell you you're doing anything wrong. I'm here to give you a few more tools to add to your repertoire 
So that way you can experience and experiment with things that can help you experience more pleasure. And once they click out of this right or wrong attitude or mindset and they pop into what's pleasurable and what's not as pleasurable, now it helps them to realize like, okay, when I make a change, it's not that I was doing it wrong before, it just did not feel as good as this. Mm-hmm. And then with the positive reinforcement from partners saying, ooh, babe, that feels good. It's like, okay, mental check. This way feels better than this. And again, even I feel like even with penis-owning people, there are some moves, and it really depends on us, right? Some moves that will feel different based on what our vaginas are doing at the moment. So this one move may not have felt comfortable to to them, but maybe after emptying your colon (laughs) or not eating like foods that make you gassy in a day, if you try it again, it might feel different. So it's just that it's just a matter of popping out of this idea of right or wrong and just like, how can we experience the most pleasure possible for both people involved? This is a perfect time to ask you the final question, which I'm really bummed and because ah. I, I don't like saying goodbye to you. <laughs> I but know. like, how can we ask Tayomi more questions? Because you, I know you have other offerings. You have the cowgirl, like the, the cowgirl workout, which mm-hmm. is incredible. Uh, it helps so many people across the world, but also uh, I know you do other things. I know you are, I think you have a podcast now, like since we talked to you last time or it's coming and then uh, a book, a possible, like there's so many things that you're doing. So how can people access your other offerings? Where can they find you on socials? How can they work with you and just give, give us the whole rundown. So I am finally launching my self-guided uh, course site, thepleasureacademy.com at the top of next month. And so that's where people can go and access my other teachings, you know, outside of like the cowgirl sphere and it's for all genders. And so I'm really excited about that. I'm launching my first three courses are um, a munch course, which is for those who want to learn how to eat pussy better. Ooh, a below, we're going to have you back for that one to say. Yes. <laughs> a below course, which is for people who want to learn how to get fellatio better and then a fingering course. And so the way the academy is set up is it's legit an academy. You're going to get a lesson. You're going to have an assignment and a quiz, and then you can move on to the next thing. And then you'll have a certificate of completion Um, just to show that you have completed the course. Um, And then I'm going to be consistently updating courses with like new, new variations and new things. And so like those, like the blow and the munch course, like is kind of like basic, but then I'm going to have another edition, which then like includes choreography. And so like, like literal choreography that you could follow along with um, when you're in session. So I'm really excited about that. And so I'm going to have office hours at least two days a week where people can just drop in. So let's say someone just wants to subscribe to that, then they can, it's like a monthly subscription where they can just come in and ask me questions, whatever it is, and they can like have a coaching session right then and there. And then I'm adding my uh, booking calendar back to my link tree. So people will be able to access me in that way if they just want to like hop in and do like a one-to-one. I have my hourly uh, coaching sessions available there and then on social media people can follow me on instagram at real glamazon tayomi and um 
are we still calling it Twitter now <laughs> on Twitter? <laughs> I know. I think they're changing the name, which is a, such a bad move. Wait, what was, where can everyone find the, the first pieces? Oh, because... so the pleasureacademy.com. Pleasure. Okay. Thank you. Yep. The pleasureacademy.com for all of my other like evergreen courses and office hours. The cowgirlworkout.com for the cowgirl workout. That's for vulva owning people only. Um, and there will be a stroke course coming for penis owning people on the pleasureacademy.com. So if you're a penis owning person and you want to improve your stroke, look out for that because in September that course is going to drop. And then Instagram, real Glamazon Tayomi on Twitter or X or whatever it's going to be called now at Glamazon Tayomi. <laughs> That's such a weird business move. I don't know what the fuck was happening with that. I'm so upset about it. I'm an OG Twitter head. Like I was on Twitter. I joined in December, 2008. Oh my gosh. Mm. Yeah. So really I'm did. very sad about the changes. Um, <laughs> and then YouTube, I'm going to be coming back with new content for my YouTube channel. So that's youtube.com slash glam erotica one Oh one. And then my blog site, glamorotica101.com. Um, I don't have a podcast yet, but everyone's like, Toyomi, where's your podcast? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you need one. Yes. Yeah. But if you have time, you you would yeah. be great. And we would love to be on your show. And, but oh, say, you said you are going to, the dick writing queen will be writing, writing the dick writing book at some point. So. Yes, I was going to say, I'm, so I'm literally working on that now. Before the end of the year, I want to have this published. If it's not published by the end of the year, at the top of next year, I want to put it out because there still is not a manual on how to do this. Mm. And so it's going to be a quick guide on how to ride. And it's going to be for all sizes and i've had some phenomenal reviews from women's health magazine australia cosmo um business insider i've had some amazing interviews over the last year um from people featuring the cowgirl workout and so i'm happy to have like those endorsements from people like in high places like mm -hmm. ah, it's amazing well it's well earned. You are like the dick writing queen. You really are. <laughs> and I think you are such a great resource for people. And I just yeah. want to give you the, the deepest shout out from Shameless Sex. And we would love to have you back to talk about the munch, the munching <laughs> piece. That's mm -hmm. amazing. So listen, yes. I will come back yes. anytime. I love you both. Like this show is amazing. And I would love to give your listeners some tips on how to be a better munch because it's yeah. happening. Yeah, it's happening. No, I I have five stars. Five star reviews. <laughs> I have no oh, doubt. You back. I have yeah. no doubt. No doubt. So everyone, check out Tayomi Morgan. She's incredible. You are such an just an amazing human. And I enjoy learning from you, which I do every single time. And I enjoy oh. learning more from you. And I cannot wait to see what else you're going to do because you've already done so much. And you're just on that that vessel, that ship that's like riding not only the D, but like into the sexual sunset of like helping people just have like the most amazing sex that they can possibly have. So thank you. And My pleasure. Oh, love that. Love Tayomi. <laughs> so thank you to all of our listeners. Oh, we love you too. Thank you for riding off into the shameless sex sunset set every tuesday remember we drop a new episode every single week for you we have so many beautiful and just i can't use more like positive affirmations about the folks that we have on our show because i just adore all of them so this is a free resource for you why is it free because of our advertisers that's right we have advertisers please please mm -hmm. don't fast forward this listen and buy the stuff that we hand select we don't say yes to everyone and there's only a few so check out 
what what our offerings are. And if you don't know, that means you fast forwarded. Not I'm not shaming you because we don't do that. But I'm mad. Said, I'm encouraging you. <laughs> I'm inviting you to listen to the products that we offer because that keeps this free. That also helps us be able to support ourselves. And we want to support you with more sex advice from experts all across the world. And thank you, Tayomi. Thank you, Amy. I love you so much. Thank you to the shameless sex revolutionaries out there. <laughs> Tune in to us again on YouTube. You can find us on anywhere podcasts are listened to. And uh, yeah, I guess that's all I have for you. I'm not going to cry. I promise. I'm I'm all, you know, emotional. No, I'm not. I feel good. I just want to smile and say, I love you. We'll see emotions you next are Tuesday. Good, emotions yeah. are good. Emotions yeah. are great. They're great. <laughs> yeah. um, so, all right, y'all. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.